Welcome everybody back to another episode of Two Host, One Mini Table. Uh, I am the first host of the evening, um, the babe, and with me, as always, is my loyal companion here, Ecto J. What's happening, peoples? How is everybody doing tonight? How is everybody doing tonight? Um, got a little bit of a shorter episode today for for y'all. Um, we're getting back to the working lives and the working schedule, so, you know, with that being said, you know, we got to make some adjustments, make some adjustments around here, so I think that's going to be the one that we do um, for you, but we'll get back at it, you know, um, get a little bit more, uh, shall we say, a little bit more um, punctual, punctual is the word that I was looking for. Yes, that is, that's what we're doing. So, Ecto-J, you have been back. Um, into the living world during this pandemic, man. What's uh, how's that been going for you? What's been going on this last week? Well, I'm back to work. I don't love it, uh, just because I deal with the public, and uh, I'm, I'm we're staying safe. We're doing everything. Uh, you know, we're keeping social distancing as best as we can. Uh, that's fine, but dealing with people is is always uh, fun in the sense that it's not. <laughs> it's not fun. Uh, I figured like after two months of uh, not uh, interacting with the public, I would be like back in the thick of it. But uh, no, no, not at all. I have to like redevelop my thick skin dealing with the 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 the. the Dredges of the society is what I like. It's the best way I could put it. I can't even, I can't even put it nicely. The but, es yeah. the essence but, of humanity out there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what? It's it's fine. It's fine. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll get through. We'll get through. So yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm building model kits too, all for myself. You know, my free time. I'm yeah, to doing that. What kind of model kits you've been building? Oh, Gundams, man. Gundams, baby. Oh. Gundams. I, got all my, I got my own little Gundam friends right in front of me, in front of my display. I got some Gundam friends right in there in front of you. I have uh, Let's a little see homie right here. I have a little homie right here. Okay. Oh, okay. I build I build weird... I don't even really build the Gundams. I build, like, the mobile suits, the weirdos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this one I built today with uh, Birdo. Birdo built his... I built this fucking weirdo. There you go. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's got weird hands. But yeah, fucking gunpla all day, baby. Verda got you into <laughs> building Gundams, huh? No, man, I've been build I was I've I've been building. I was about all that shit when you when you guys were doing you used to build guns, right? No? Oh yeah. Oh bro, I did I used to build <laughs> Gundams. You're talking to a, a super I, Gundam, I, my Gundam level was like over nine thousand. All right. Really, I don't go more than a high grade. I've never built a, uh, a perfect grade, or well, obviously not a perfect grade. That's just expensive. But master grades, uh, that, that's pretty much the highest I go is high grade. And when I first started, my first Gundam I ever did was a the SD version, the super yeah. deformed version. Uh -huh. of homie, right here. Gotcha. This guy right here, who was like this big he was like six bucks it, 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 
it's extremely inex by the way if people who don't know about the the hobby of like model making like it's an inexpensive hobby i mean it could get expensive but if you want like entry level of um, making models and stuff it's like this shit only costs like fifteen dollars and you, you you spend hours making it and you can you can go deep and and detail it and make it as details are on or you can make it quick but you have a pretty articulated little action figure at when you're done with it at the end of the day and that's the when i was like when i was young and i saw that like all my friends were doing it i'm like that's cool i kind of like that and, right. you know you spend a couple hours you know all right so, so we got you need a hobby get into get into gundam making so you got to hear about so, it man. So tell us about your Gundam building experiences, and then I will um, I will then retort with some of my classic okay. Gundam stories. So um, what's good? Tell us a good Gundam story as of recently that you've been doing. Well, recently, well, recently, I like I said, I'm I'm as you can see, all my weirdos. Um, How about this? Like, How did you get back into building Gundam? Let's go there. I don't think I ever was out of it. Really? I think I think it's I, I think it's just time, I guess. Okay. I mean I, I some of these I've had I guess in the span of like six or seven years, yeah, maybe now I'm now I've because I bought three kits. Okay. Like three, but but prior to this, bought. when was the last time you bought kits? Shit. Um I'm trying to look at my last ones. Maybe Two years ago? Two so it's years been, ago? It's been two to three years. So was it the quarantine that got you back into the mood oh, to buy into it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. How's it feel to it, be back? I was never, what I'm trying to say is I never fell out of it. I never yeah, fell yeah, out yeah, of yeah. it. It's just, you know, you just take a break from doing the hobby. Make a couple. Like, I, I feel like maybe after, because as soon as I bought, got these three in the mail, I'm like, I was like telling Berto, I'm like, yo, Berto, I think i want a couple more but i'm like let me finish making i just made one tonight let me make the two others uh and then i will see if i make some more because i know how it goes i go boom 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 i'm ready to go plus super picky on the types of of kits i get see a lot of people go for the traditional like gundams i guess like mm -hmm. the, what i sure. like to call traditional gundams Mm -hmm. Actual Gundam model kits, the ones like Gundam Wing, sure, the arms, G, uh, God Gundam, Shining Gundam. You know, then you have Unicorn Gundam and all the the main like the main dudes and all those those animes and shows. Where I legitimately go for the weird, bizarre looking, like freak looking, like what is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even? That's my. That's what I go for. They're same, you know, the same Bandai model kits, but I'm like, you know, I just like the weirdos. But now I ran out of the certain weirdos, and now I gotta find new weirdos, like new weird, off-looking non-Gundam mobile suits. And I don't know. That's my. That's my thing. I think I never fell out of it. It's never just. Fell out um, of it. I don't think I fell out of it. I mean, you just time happens. Life happens. Sure, sure. Yeah, but now more than ever, we have time to do this hobby. We definitely do. Um, I will tell you, it has been a while since I have last built. Really? Mm -hmm. 
And I was I was making a joke. I was trying to make a little reference and a joke to those old Gundam uh, model kit commercials. They're like, "What level Gundam creator are you?" And uh, yes, <laughs> the American ones. Oh yeah, they were, oh, awful. They were so bad. Um, but speak. You were talking about master grades and perfect grades and stuff. Um, when I was stationed in Okinawa, is when I got my first perfect grade. Oh shit! And I which one? Of, oh come on! I've had I had to get my perfect grade uh, Wing Zero Custom. So classic, classic. I I have classic. it somewhere actually, but the thing was is I was way in over my head with this. Um, I got I got super excited. I was like a kid in in Japan, like being and being in, in anime and Gundam and all that stuff, and getting stationed in Okinawa, first time like living in another country other than visiting family in Colombia. So, and I had disposable income. This is the Marine Corps. So it was like, yeah, I had money. I'm going out in town. So I went, I was like, I gotta get a Gundam. Gotta get a Gundam. And immediately went to the first mall store, whatever outlet store I can go to. It's right to the Gundam section. Beelined it. And there it was. Like, on the top shelf, 110 yen. Um, or not, uh, was it one... 100,000 yen, so it was about yeah. 100, 100 bucks American. Um, yeah. I was like, I had like just come home from a, uh, just like gotten back from a 10 day leave after boot camp or after uh, MOS school. So I had like money saved in the bank, so I wasn't spending any money. Um, so easily purchased it. We got home and um, realized that. There's a lot to it. There's a lot to it. And I didn't know a lot of the techniques I know now from, like, building models. Like, I know how to sh- shave the edge edges with an X-Acto knife. You know, I went I went to school after I got out for art, so I a lot of different um, techniques can go in with lining, with um, when I would do and ceramics. And yeah. yeah. And, and doing damage and wear and tear and during terrains yeah. and things that I learned along the way. This is prior to all of those skills. Um, yeah. And I had, like, wiring and soldering and... So, so uh, really really quick, just for the audience who doesn't know, basically, he went the highest... Perfect grade is exactly the, the name of, like, what it is. It's, it's literally the, the, the... It has all the bells and whistles. The yes. scale is also very big. I mean, I don't know, it's like one... One one sixteen. One one sixteen. Okay, mm-hmm. and then, then, yeah. I mean, the level that I started off with is there's like there's like one forty fours, and then you got you got the high grades, and then you have master grades, and then he went he went you. So your first kit was the hardest. No, no, no. It wasn't my first kit because I had built them like you were saying when we were in high school, right? Oh, so, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. So I had done like the tall geese three and the epions oh, okay. and the wing zero customs and like were my they all one forty fours or there were like high grades. Oh, uh, a uh, couple one forty fours and one one hundreds. Well, I think oh, one okay. prior to that one one hundreds were probably my max. So I completely skipped master grade. Just like. Nope, not even right. doing a master grade. I did a one one hundred scale, and I was like, Psh, "What? The, what? The, what's the difference? What could it be?" Oh, there is a big difference for you model makers out there. Um, huge box, <laughs> wiring, metal pieces, um, and screw- oh yeah, there's lights. Oh, there's lights. 
Um, and um, screws, little mini screws that you would need uh, a tech deck. So I didn't have any of these like tools with me where I was like, what the hell am I doing? This isn't the pegs that I'm used to. Right. So I had to go to my neighbor, um, Hugh, who's a good buddy of mine still. Um, Hugh's room was right next door. And I was like, hey, bro, I know this is not a question, but I saw, I've seen you wear glasses. You wouldn't happen to have a spare glass repair kit on you, would you? And he's like, oh, well, actually, yeah, I do. And I was like, I'm borrowing it. Uh, can I borrow it? And he's like, you, you trying to fix something? And I was like, yeah, I got a Gundam. And uh, he was like, makes sense. <laughs> and uh, we became friends after that. He's a, he was a, we were very into the same same kind of hobbies and stuff like that. And he had made a couple of uh, uh, Gundam kits himself as well. But um, no, I haven't I haven't tackled a model kit or a Gundam kit in years, man. But I, I might get that, 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 that itch again, you know? Just, it's just fun. I love it. See what's out there. I know that they sell them at Barnes and Nobles. So, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. there's a couple of other places that I've seen them at, but I don't know. I don't know. So, what else you been up to, man? Nothing much. I mean, just the same old, same old. Um, just uh, model making work, and I've been playing this one VR game. Okay. Uh, been playing uh, what you call it? This uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners on uh, PlayStation VR. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that that's been going. Um, that's uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's cool. It's been out like on I, I Oculus and 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 by for like oh, like a year now. Yeah. But um. That's cool. Like just playing, like I feel like a pretty immersive VR game where you're like running around, fucking going through your backpack and grabbing shit, and you know, like, like fucking grabbing walkers by their heads and stabbing knives into their heads, and the reloading guns is fun because you like, like if you have a revolver, you have to actually put the bullets in the in the the chamber and then clip wow. it out and then. And then the shotgun, the shotgun, you're like this. Uh, load the barrel up, slap it back, and you're just like, let's go. Bow and arrows. It's it's really, it's fun. It's fun. So and nerd confession. Around. I got a nerd confession okay. for you. Okay. I have not tell played any, child. any <laughs> like, PlayStation, VR, Oculus, nothing since it's come out. Never, you never not. played any, you never played VR? I've played. Oh, I've, I mean, I've played VR way back in the day, like when you were to get like in the whole suit and the little cone and the sphere thing. But um, and oh, then that I type of VR. Yeah, okay. and we did some simulation stuff, um, some VR in the Marine Corps. Um, but yeah. like as far as gaming in VR, since it's become a th- gaming platform, like mm-hmm. for your household, nope, haven't done it yet. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. So I don't know, man. I gotta check those out. And one of the one, there's one game out there that kind of intrigues me. And my buddy uh, Azazi was telling me about um, about this underwater like VR game that's super creepy. Um, I, I named escapes me, but uh, I heard it was super intense there. So like, you, you dig in VR? Like, what do you think? You think it can only get better from here, or what? Yeah, 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing about VR is you have to like, uh, it's uh, now they got finger tracking and new things now, and uh, I think that's pretty much it. Like finger tracking, and then like sooner or later they're gonna be selling shit that you're gonna wear and you're gonna fucking feel things and stuff like that. And it's it's gonna just go up from here as far as technology goes. So I mean, I think it's great. Uh, I have I have fun. It's it's like you remember when like. 3D movies were a thing, and they came back, and everybody was like uh, watching 3D movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 My I bloody Valentine, seeing, 3D. Yeah, I have a problem seeing that. Like, you know, how it's like kind of blurry, kind of cross your eyes the whole time while you're fucking watching a movie. Mm-hmm. Where I remember the first time I put a VR headset on and did some VR, I'm like, oh no, this is it. This is it. This is actual three dimensions, like seats and. The t- like tables and like the buildings and surroundings. I'm like, no, this is all scale. You know, this is like how I should see things. It's actual three dimensions, so it's very immersive in in that sense. And then uh, I have motion sickness, though. I have really, really bad motion sickness. Okay. But you know, they have uh, settings and stuff in these games to where they do like. A, Every time you move, it just does like a fisheye like lens, like it just like does the like um, not a silhouette. Is that a silhouette? Like a balloon makes it dark. Or a vignette. Yeah. yeah. Every time you move, it'll just go like tunnel vision. Okay. And then when you stop moving, it'll go like that. So you so you don't get, you know, motion sickness. Like periscope vision. Yeah. 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 Okay. Interesting. So and it helps me. And then another thing they do too, like let's say if you move to the left, you pan to the right, uh, you know, you can do it to where it snaps, so you don't actually see the motion blur, you know. Oh, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Kind of like one yeah, of those old that was like one, that was like the worst feeling is is the first time I got VR, like the PlayStation VR, and I got it on, strapped it on. I'm like, I'm ready. But me and Coach, and then like they did this one thing and it moved me, and I was like. <laughs> I'm not as ready as I thought I was. All the blood rushed, like it, it just, and I was just like, I'm, hmm, okay, I'm to hold it together, man, hold this together. And then I was just like, no, I gotta take this off because you know you can't fight through that. You gotta like, you kind of have to like, let it, you know, you you kind of have to get used to it. You gotta but calibrate yourself, it, man. Yeah, more and more I do it, and the more I'm, uh, uh like now, like. This uh, probably like the third day I've been playing it. So now I'm like reducing the. Uh, now I'm not doing snap uh, uh, rotation. Kind of like now easing in. Yeah, you feel like you get used to it after a while. I mean, some people are different, but if you are that person, they have so many VR experiences that would just require you to stand still, and the world is just around you, and you, there's no mu- movement. It's still fine. Like Five Nights at Freddy's, are yes. Snap! I'm not. I've I've never really played Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. I know every fucking. You know, there's there's so many like hypes and yeah. And, there's a scene. There's a scene for it. There's a scene for it. There's usually yeah. young children, but I think that's like the fucking way you're supposed to experience that shit, because that shit is literally all the all the games, but in VR form. And you're there. I play. Oh, I I, I had Berto play it. Bro, immediately he's like, "Can you turn this off?" 
<laughs> he, 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 he's like he's like when all he's like the all the and it, all the blood rushed. He's like all out of, out into my body and because he was scared. Oh, I believe he was it. Literally shitting. He yeah. shit himself pretty much. It's <laughs> just like I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, he's like, yeah, no, we're done. Because like <laughs> fucking like like he's in the he's in the room because you're in the room in the first game and then right. fucking like Bonnie walked by and he's like, nope, no, absolutely not. <laughs> it just it just it, that's all it took. It's just Bonnie just going because they're ginormous. Yeah, they, those animatronics are fucking. They're fucking dreadful. They're just like walking, and I'm just like, God, that really doesn't feel good. <laughs> but yeah, it's super fun. Super, super fun. I'm going to have to check that out. I'm going to have to check that out. Oh, uh, absolutely. Cheeky. I mean, Cheeky's been wanting to get VR for a very long time. and um, I feel like PlayStation is the cheapest way to go about it. So the, does the PS4, and the PS4 Slim does do the VR, right? Uh, yeah, all you would need, as long as your that PS4 VR Slim has the plug for the camera, the PS camera, mm-hmm. and a USB port, you are good. That's yeah. it. Okay. You already have power and you already have HDMI. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, sure. it would. The, the only thing is, is that the the the, uh, the USB will be up in the front. Yeah. Because I have the Pro, the PS4 Pro, mm-hmm. so I have an extra USB port. And everything's plugged in the back for my VR. Because it's a whole other setup. You get a whole other little box that connects to it. And then, you know, then you have that. I have all the fucking bells. And, and, and then get you have to get the move controllers. Because the majority of the games that are really fun, mm-hmm. you know, you the move controllers were at. You don't need it for every game. But um, like, like the Walking Dead one, you have to play with those controllers. Okay. But they should be... I mean, if you if you could find them, I know that that things are changing. I don't know when PS Five comes out. I know that they're yeah. gonna probably upgrade that VR. Yeah. yeah, I so I'll probably get it when like they get to that like point where it's like clearance bargain deal because the PS Five is coming out. Um, yeah, no, it's gonna drop for sure. Which which is a great and convenient segue into our next topic, the PS Five. Um, yeah. Just released its uh, tech demo. Um, was yeah. it today, uh, the other day? Today, right? Yeah, I saw it today. Um, I saw that today. So um, I got looking up some of the. I'm just gonna play um, the little nine-minute tech demo that they had going. I'm gonna have it muted and just have it going as we kind of talk through this. Um, yeah. So this is just on YouTube. The the tech demo. Um, mm-hmm. Crazy. This is where we're at with games now. Um, let's go ahead and go ahead and read that. Okay, I mean, gonna... uh, so I am not a technical guy. I am look at pretty picture it moves, you mm-hmm. know, and I get to pl- I get to play that. You know, I'm one of those like. So I'm like on minimal like minimal level of like understanding and detail of like how how everything works. Uh, but from what I saw, because um, again, like. I'm all about gameplay, and this is gameplay video. I don't know if it's a game that's going to come out or blah blah blah. It's not really. It's just showing off the graphical technicalities. All I all I know from watching this video is triangles, man. Triangles. So yeah, it, from what what it looks like, and I, I haven't really looked too much into it myself. I just saw it, but all like all of those those uh, freaking triangles right there, those polygons. 
Um, there, I was reading something about the fact that they're not even using... There's no need for normal mapping anymore. You can literally sculpt everything, which is nuts to me. Um, because before, when I was going to school to create levels and meshes and stuff, you would pretty much make as a high-res sculpt like you would in ZBrush um, as okay. much as you could. And essentially, because your engine wasn't supporting the amount of polygons and geometry or even lighting for this matter, you would essentially mm -hmm. take your sculpts and bake them on a very low-res polygon model. And you would do right. that by transferring your normal mapping over to the game mesh. Um, and that was kind of a way to fake a lot of the 3D look that you would have on a model. But I was reading some things about it today where you don't even have to do that anymore. Like, we've gotten to that point in games where this could literally be, like, the next Tomb Raider game for all we know. And we're watching it play as if it was like a movie, man. Like an interactive movie. And, like, lighting. I can only imagine, too, how long it's taking to... And I wonder if there even is a rendering process anymore. There's still a lot that's coming out um, that I know I haven't really done my research on. But just simply looking at it for a little bit of time, I'm very, very, very impressed. Yeah, the lighting effects were crazy. Um, I just, I mean, I, as a regular dumb, dumb baby consumer, doesn't know any technical aspect, uh, it visually looks good, and, you know, I see, you see a lot of the things, but I guess, uh, the, I know the big thing about this demo is just showing how it smooth everything is is and as far as like the visuals transitioning into other things and because all that shit needs to be rendered and everything you know artifacts pop in and pop out and that really doesn't show that now i mean like you don't see loading in any way of like no how uh, you know don't see me and i and i did see remember what i did watch and not understand like the tech demo that they had where they just talked about the tech that P about ps5 and they just went on and on and on and about a bunch of shit that I didn't understand. But all I gathered from it is that you make it easier for the developers to kind of just be just to be artistic and show everything without losing like any of the um, the visuals and just all of that's kind of still there. I think towards the end of this video, they talk about kind of like. They, like you were what you were saying they made a render of like the statue on zbrush that had so many fucking you know uh, triangles to that and they're like and they're like yep we it's it's it went went straight from that to there there's nothing there's no alteration whatsoever and uh here it is 60 times you know cuz the, the, right. the character walks in a room with 60 of those statues you know what i mean and it's like every single one of them has lights in them. It's just, it was wild. It's just it's crazy. It's like this part over here towards the end, with this when she walks towards that statue. And that's, I'm just like, see, that's I'm just seeing it as just like it's gonna be. You get your your artists that just make the thing, and then boom, they put it in the game. It's like back then it wasn't. I mean, we were is it wasn't that simple. You know, you you had to. Back then it wasn't that, that simple. Country. Back then you wouldn't even be able to make out that face of that dragon that, on that statue. You'd be like, what the hell right. is this? Like, I mean, were... <laughs> it's crazy how some games did make it visually great. Yeah. But they had to do tricks and they actually had to do um, things. So this was, for me, this was just a very visual 
Um, it's the visual tech demo, obviously. It's just sure. show off the Unreal Unreal's engine engine of like the graphic, and I think that's great. Uh, my thing is, um, I can't wait to see what they do as far as game innovation for the PS5 because games. I'm always going to be that guy that games is what's going to bring uh, people to to really wanting to to see this and to oh. to buy this product. Oh yeah, and this this like the 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 freedom that I'm assuming that the artists have now to create their visions can only help storytellers tell their story, right? Um, so I, I'm pretty excited to see what they can do with this. I mean, you think about it; you're playing now. Film, film. You write a script. You're good. You get two hours, maybe four hours, depending on how long you want to make the movie to tell your story, and then that's it. You're done. Games yeah. are immersive worlds to for up to 60, 70 hours worth of gameplay. Yeah. So, like, how to keep... Like, imagine looking at a World of Warcraft in this kind of a style. Imagine, uh -huh. like, the... You know, I'm, I'm seeing, like, Elder Scrolls, the, the MMO possibilities for the... Uh, level of graphic and um, freedom that they have to you know show how amazing Tetris can look how great for dude Dr. Mario what <laughs> Mario Unreal 5 you'll be able to see the pieces of sugar and Yoshi's <laughs> actual cookie <laughs> I see uh, you can actually bake it you can actually you, you could you could see the, the the smoke plumes and you could smell the Yoshi's cookie in the oven with this. But it's crazy like this this yeah. at the end with the you know the collapsing and then the characters flying through and stuff like that. It's just showing and then like no no artifacts popping in from the background, just everything's just kind of I, and again, uh back in the day, like I said, I think that just the thing to look forward to is now that if we get graphics to be that easy to be like, boom, I have idea. I put idea into game and pop it in. And you don't have to worry as much as a graphical standpoint of how you're going to make it look good uh, graphically. You can, because before, like I was saying, like, look how great, because a lot of people could sit back and look at that and be like, yeah, that looks good, but it looks, I mean, you know, games look good now, which is true. Like, you look at Final Fantasy VII Remake, that game's beautiful. But there's a lot of tricks and stuff, and there's a lot of things about Final Fantasy VII that that they're doing, and 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 a lot of work that they have to put in to make it look that good, and right. a lot of a lot of effect. I, again, I don't know any of the technical aspects of it all, but I know that a game like a game as good looking as Final Fantasy VII shouldn't look that good. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, but they're doing things to make it look that good. Now, if they don't have to worry about putting all their efforts into graphically making something look visually stunning, they could put a lot more efforts into how to make a game visually, I mean, more like a, a more gameplay engaging and fun. I think about... Is, that's, where we're, that's where it's at. I, I think this gives and opens an opportunity for a lot of different types of games um, to... Because I know, like, for, for example, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to say this in my brain... A lot of uh, authors and a lot of storytellers are very limited by what they can do because their imagination is so immersive, so expansive. Right? Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, maybe this isn't even possible to create in a game because it's just so outlandish. When you right. upgrade 
your technologies but and the thing is too is i'm not trying to undermine a lot of these uh storytellers are doing this and a lot of indie titles through different styles of art which are phenomenal um but now you have the ability to stretch that imagination out over hours and hours and hours and make it to come to life in a way that we weren't able to do it prior to the technology that we have today yeah so i'm hoping that they take advantage of that to really tell some really good stories um cinematic uh, uh, you know kind of stories in a really good environment or sandbox yeah. but you, so you that's, mm -hmm. go ahead no no exactly what you're what you're saying and and and, and that's what opening it up and making it easier for for people to visually like show off their imagination and literally plop it in there it's it's just going to make it better for the real creativity to just like shine and that's what to look that's what people need to see when they see this this demo is uh is that you know like is like potential. easy oh yeah great potential i'm excited i'm excited i, th I thought you know console a lot of people are saying console stuff is dead, but I'm like, eh, we'll see. I know I'm already gonna get a PS5 probably launch. Like, that's that's me. I'm a I'm a PlayStation dude. I got all PlayStations in the back. So yeah. launch console, huh? Yeah, I'm not a PC master race person just because I don't I don't know what I'm doing. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not technologically sound. So like consoles are like best for me. You know? Hey, you know. Um, different strokes for different folks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I I feel, but do, but don't you think it's fair? It's like it's like someone it's like someone getting in like a Ferrari and they don't even know how to drive stick shift. You know, like that's how I see it. Like, why well, do that? I'll stick with my Prius. <laughs> <laughs> but when you get that Ferrari or you get that that tool, you spend a lot of research and looking into it and how to use it to its max potential, though, right? Oh, I'm not saying it's... At the end of the day, you own a fucking Ferrari. You're a badass. You know? <laughs> like, if you end up... If, if you, I'm not I'm not bashing PC players. I'm letting you... I'm just letting you know why I'm not. I'm not. It's because I haven't... Like, in this part of my life, I have not dedicated the knowledge to, to be, you know, good at computers, you know? Sure, sure. And so. it does take... Takes a level of understanding of the technology to kind of really. Yeah, um, I think it's insulting if you just have like a computer and you. I I be I mean yeah you can they do have all in one computers where you could buy outright and then just have all the bells and whistles but I'm like, the point of doing that, and spending six seven hundred dollars on on a on a PC, and end up, really like not really knowing or appreciating or being able to know that I can mod it upgrade it a little bit more like I feel like I'm wasting money at that point sure sure um you can think of it uh you can kind of put it in the same realm of the modeling kits right it's you're you're building your own type of computer yeah. but uh just having to learn the understanding of what the potential is for that model that you're building right don't get a perfect grade and fucking not even use clippers listen so. man <laughs> listen. listen we gotta start somewhere we gotta start somewhere motherfucker <laughs> but yeah but you know um, who is looking like a perfect grade these days. Who? Mike Tyson. Who is looking like? Oh, mother, motherfucking Iron Mike. Iron Mike Tyson. Um, so this actually um, was dropped onto me by a fellow viewer out there, Red Eyes, friend of the show. Um, 
was showing me, was linking me some news articles about Tyson getting ready to get back into the ring for maybe some possible exhibition mats with, um, you guessed it, none other than Evander Holyfield, possibly. Um, Evander Holyfield really? has also been training and getting into it, so went through a rabbit hole. Um, so wanted to kind of show this clip here, um, just before we kind of wrap the show for the evening, of Iron Mike and uh, his workouts. So let's let's see this. This yeah. is coming to you from Instagram at, at Mike Tyson's on it. Mike Tyson's Instagram. Look at this beast, homie. He's back. He's yeah. He's back hitting some pads. So you you had some words we we're talking about a little bit earlier. You said you had some thoughts on this. What are your thoughts? Right. No. I mean, I'm glad he's. Back, I have another. I love Mike Tyson. If anything, uh, did have you seen? You know he does like a podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hot boxing, uh, with Mike Tyson, and uh, he had a Van Vander Holyfield on. I saw a little bit of that uh that podcast when he had on, and it was just so interesting. It was like, I mean, granted, how many years ago was the famous, infamous ear biting incident? In yeah, that In the happened. 90s, it was like, bro. It's like the 90s. 90s. So we're looking. Yeah, like late 90s. Over. We're looking over 20, 20 something years ago, and you know, and I'm just like, I still thought it was bizarre. I'm just like, man, here they are, just sitting, laughing, shooting the shit, you know, talking about it. But the one thing I've been seeing is is those clips that they, this is the latest one. But the clips before where he's just showing how quick and how strong that man is, because you could tell he just, he still keeps fit, he still keeps in shape, he still keeps sharp. And, uh, man, I don't know, like, I kind of just want him to, like, stay that way. And right. stay as somebody who you wouldn't want to fuck with on the street. I feel like if we see him in the ring, I, listen don't care i'm gonna see it like i'm gonna go out of my way to see it i just don't want it to be tarnished in any way or i'm also kind of afraid to see it hype but you know what fucking other people have done it and looked great you know fucking george foreman did it you know where he came back and he was old uh, and he was older and he rocked that shit and you're like whoa you know how old is george foreman and he fucks people up you know mike to do it too I can definitely do it too, um, but if he's going against if he's going against a uh, Holyfield, that that's that I think that's interesting. That'd be an interesting fight. I don't I don't like know if I, I don't know if they're 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 going to be going against each other. I know so they've talked about, about that. Too. My cousin was telling me uh, maybe against Tyson Fury, and I'm like, don't even start that shit. Don't even start talking about that shit because Tyson Fury versus Mike Tyson. That's what got me like thinking. I'm like, that's scary, because I'm like, I don't know if I would want to see that, <laughs> because I don't. I I think that Tyson Fury, and then my cousin's like, you're stupid. I was like, I think Tyson Fury is is would without he would know how to fight a Mike Tyson. You know, Tyson Fury is a uh, is one of like. I, right now, he's the goat for me as far as heavyweights are concerned. Yeah, I mean, his fight against Deontay Wilder, the second fight, was amazing. Like he showed him what's what. But I you... thought the first fight was Rocky. Rocky won. <laughs> <laughs> and, 
and then the second fight happened and he just won so convincingly i'm just like oh oh here we go you know so but i i said what i'm trying to say is i don't i would hate to see him go against mike tyson and like i just, don't think he'll beat him up right he'll just outbox him but i mean you gotta we'll see things like how old mike tyson really is you know? right right you can't put someone in their prime a- against a legend that their prime was 20 years ago i mean tyson's gonna be turning it turns 54 in june so like wow. he's and and tyson fury's how old tyson fury i think he is in his uh 30s i think his late 30s if i'm not mistaken about uh, 20 year difference bro 20 years oh yeah it's it's no absolutely i don't i don't want to but know, yeah i i fucking which tyson is better <laughs> You know, but that—that's—I mean—that's gonna be a tough argument. Yeah, no, Tyson Fury's yeah. not my, my bad. He's thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yeah. So twenty-three year difference, right? Oh, and I, I'm with you. I I like seeing Tyson. I mean, if it's gonna be for charity and it's gonna be for fun, you if know. If he goes into Holyfield, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll definitely watch that. But if he's trying to per- if he's trying to fight on a professional competitive level, um. I, uh, uh, I don't. I'm with you on the Here's not the wanting thing. to tarnish my image he of Mike. He goes against Holyfield, right? Mm-hmm. He looks fantastic. He knocks out Holyfield, fucking around too. You know what I mean? That's that. He ain't stopping them. He's but, not gonna stop. But Holyfield's been training too. Holyfield's 57. I know. Holyfield's no fucking joke either. Holyfield's no joke either. But Tyson's the one that we're really seeing. If the, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be talking about this if it was Holyfield. I'm just saying, I love Holyfield. He is, he is, he is a great champion. You know what I mean? He's best. He fucking beat Tyson's ass, in my opinion, both those fights. You know, but um, but still, you know, it's Mike Tyson's the man that we were all watching. He's the one that had that background, and you know, all the all the we know him as scumbag Mike from boxing. You know, and now he hasn't been boxing, and now we all kind of like love him for who he is. Does scumbag Mike come back? That's the question. You know. Hey, uh, Mike Tyson was eating ears before Alex Jones was ever eating ass or people. So you might want to calm down there, red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I I don't know. I I like this. I like seeing legends like get back into shape um i like to see them to kind of return for funsies um i don't want to see them on a collegiate professional level because i i'm afraid of tar- that, that that's very much the tarnishing of their their legacy um right you know i think fedor fought way past his prime and fedor was yeah. was intimidating as hell as a fighter he was of the of the freaking russian hammer but then he kept fighting he kept fighting though, with Fedor, that, to be fair with Fedor, he was lucky enough to fight other people that kind of were fighting a little bit past their prime too. That, that was that was another thing that, like when he was in Bellator and he was yeah. fighting those dudes in the tournament, he was doing well too. Like he, it's win some, lose some at this point with, with right. these old timers, and that's the thing when they're they're great. I don't want to see win some, lose some. The same thing in the UFC when you see like when Chuck Liddell fought uh, Tito Ortiz, like I, I didn't want to see that. I, I kind of called it. I knew, I knew that was going to happen. It was unfortunate. I was just like, man. Because Tito wrecked him. Again, you know, like you would think, oh, Chuck is going to fuck him up because he fucked him up in the past. I'm like, but Tito's been fighting. 
Yeah. Like, Tito's been still fighting. He's been fighting on a different level. And Chuck comes from an era of, of, of fighting in the UFC that we've elevated. Uh, UFC... Yeah. The MMA are a fighter from then to now is like elevated. So same thing with boxing, like the boxing level from then to now. Yes. And you kind of don't want to see that. You like you don't want to see Michael Jordan go against like a LeBron James. You know what I mean? Because the basketball level is different now. You know the game has changed. The get the and the competitiveness and you know and the pace the just, pacing uh, is different. It's yeah. It's 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 doubled. It's tripled. You know. Yep. Yep. But yeah. Um, I'm with some with you guys in that. Uh, I still think they're legends. There'll always be legends. The Tysons, the Jordans, the Holyfields, the Ortizes, right? Um, the Hendersons. I have to throw my boy out in there. Um, but when it's when it's time to hang them up, it's time to hang it up. Um, uh, I like to see them in shape. I don't want them to like be just some kind of, you know couch potato but you know at the same time you don't have anything to prove man i think you've proved it all uh, all you put it all out there um time and time again so i forgot yeah. to say that i watched that ufc that just passed uh last saturday i saw that the the like it was like kind of like the first sporting event that happened um since the lock happened since the lockup yeah mm-hmm. it was in jacksonville florida and uh it was no crowd. It was quiet, <laughs> but it was interesting. I actually liked it. I actually liked it a lot. Uh, that was a good pay per view. Um, it, it was just interesting uh, seeing the fights like that. I almost would would be okay watching fights like that in like quiet, no crowd. <laughs> because, the uh, Yeah, because it's and because you you hear those fucking hits though. You just hear. You're like, oh, 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 oh no! Stop. The, and the hits get exchanged. You're like, oh god. Yeah, Gaethje versus Ferguson. That that fucking uh, pay per view. That like that um that uh, main card event. That was violent. It was absolutely a, a, a massacre. Like it was five rounds of like nonstop like violence and i was just glad it was stopped because <laughs> ferguson was taking an ass whooping um and it, I, I just i just felt like he didn't need to like to take any more because i want to see ferguson fight again you know it was one of those i don't know it, uh, i think i was okay with the whole silent crowd though like because uh one thing from watching ufc fights and you remember when we used to watch it back in the day is the crowd could like manipulate what the fighters do a little bit, yeah. you know? Because mm-hmm. especially when, and it's crazy because this is like the worst example of it. Because this, pay, at least the main card, I, there were I didn't see any grappling at all. Like it was all stand up. They were all fighting. They're all boxing each other, you know, pretty much. Um, and usually, like, see, I'm okay with watching, even though I really don't. I'm not well versed in jujitsu or grappling in general, or just uh, uh, just just uh, clinches and stuff like that. But I get I get for the most part what I'm looking at and understand the technicality of it. Like that stuff happening, you know. A lot of times when people on the ground, people will be like, "Oh, boo! They're mounting each other. Ugh, like, oh, it's so boring to watch them just be on top of each other." And and I'm just like, "Nah, there's stuff happening right now. There's stuff." happening 
you know, you got to pay attention to that part hey, of what? them on top, on top of each other. So, um, to, and usually what would happen is that, like, the crowd would, I mean, the, the fighters would probably be like, oh, you know, like, they react. They react to that. Like, they're like, oh, I should probably do something, do more work. But I'm like, eh, that, that won't affect them. You're but preaching to the choir, paper, brother. Oh, because oh, you, you too, right? Like, that, I don't know. That annoys me because I would, I would be with people and they'd be like, oh, they're not doing anything. I'm like, they're doing so much right now. You don't understand. I'm like, I'm like, you see how he's holding his wrist right there? He's preventing him to do this. And you know, I, I, I watch, I've been watching enough of it for the years that I've, I'm like developing an understanding for what I'm seeing, you well, know, you, and I love, I absolutely love the sport. Well, you remember I wrestled all throughout high school, so <laughs> you're yeah, talking. so you get it, you get it. <laughs> Speaking of which, just really quick, I, that was, that's another fighting style in MMA, which is, it's, it's like, you remember like when we were growing up watching UFC, like the, the fighting styles that were really good. Brazilian jiu-jitsu artists, you know what I mean? You're like, if you know Brazilian jiu-jitsu, you're, you know, that that guy, you got to watch out for, you know? Mm-hmm. You got certain, like, people like Muay Thai, you're like, oh, watch out for the Muay Thai guy, you know? But wrestling style, man, wrestlers are really, really, like, a lot of the champions are wrestling background, you know? Henry Cejudo, who just, um, who just retired this pay-per-view, uh, is wrestling background. You have Daniel Cormier wrestling background. Brock Lesnar, not professional, but he was also, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 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 actual uh, NCAA champion wrestler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, and and uh, uh, Habib uh, Nagamanerov, he is a wrestler. I mean, his whole fucking he's undefeated. Dan Henderson the ground <laughs> and smash you. You know what I mean? But because again, you think, oh, what's you know what's the use of just you know you're not you're not learning no when you know how to control somebody on the floor and have them not be able to do anything and you punch them in the face that's good you know <laughs> that's how you it's, win it's crazy. that's how you win and even brazilian jiu-jitsu people have trouble with wrestlers you know mm-hmm. because they they also have people who are really good at not getting fucking thrown or taken to the ground or grappled gsp yeah. Oh, he's the best. Oh, he, they they just um they uh they just announced him as um in the Hall of Fame. Nice. Yeah, he's gonna be inducted uh, in, in the 2020s uh, UFC Hall of Fame. So he's gonna be a so, Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer. <laughs> I am a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer. French Canadian champion. <laughs> yeah. No. Of course. Yeah. They, he's he's getting what he deserves. He's by far like one of the best that ever was gsp because he was he was doing it all when doing it all wasn't a thing you know yeah being an all-around you know like he he knew how to grapple he knew how to uh he knew how to submit people he knew how to uh to to just punch and kick and he'll take you down any any which way he can you know he was true all-around martial artist it was great um I love, I love it, I love it so much. I'm glad it's back, and uh, I was okay with what I what I saw. You know, it was uh, an interesting. Cause you also, you ever seen the the Ultimate Fighter, that reality show? Yeah, yeah. The, oh, the, um, yeah. The yeah, the Ultimate Fighter, of course. You know how like they would be in, you know, like when they would have to fight, and it was just like you just heard, it's just them. They would have a fight. Yeah, the rest, the the, the wrestle off. And, and it would just be like 
the rest of the guys from the house, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same thing, you know? So there so you yeah. As far as, like, ambient noise, you know? You just hear the coaches yelling, and the other people yelling, and them hitting each other. One thing I did hear uh, Ed, is uh, one of the fights, um, the dude, uh, Greg Hardy, was hearing the commentating of uh, Daniel Cormier and saying, like, how... Because as he's commentating, he says, oh, Greg Hardy should probably be checking the, the leg kicks. And he overheard that because it's so quiet. Mm-hmm. And he actually adjusted his, his <laughs> fighting to the, the, what DC said. So it's it was a little controversial because it's just like, oh, but it's like, but I'm, I don't think that, that that's... That's a big deal, you know. But that is interesting, you know. That, that they can hear like what Joe Rogan is saying and go, "Oh yeah, I should do that." I'm gonna wrestle closer to the commentators. <laughs> I'm gonna exactly. I'm gonna drag him over to the other commentators. Yeah. It's like, hold on, this is not working. Let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So, so there you have it, kids. Learn wrestling. Wrestle by the commentators, and it's always better to listen to advice from the other team. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But that wraps it up for about the topics that we had to, tonight, this evening. Yep. Um, so, Ecto J, now's the time. Tell the folks where they can find you. What you got going on? Oh, yes. Uh, you can find us on Podbean. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube. And you can find uh, the podcast version of this episode of Two Hosts and One Mini Table on Don't Feed the Animals. Uh, we have a great episode coming up next uh, this Sunday. Uh, Berto and I are going to talk about our relate past relationships, uh, i.e., when he dated an older woman. <laughs> so that is going to be fun. Oh, I know the that. significance of that story you too. That so, story. so folks, tune in for that one. That's that's going to be a good one. Um, and as always, you can find me right here at Twitch.tv. Um, um, Playing some Realm Royale, playing some Animal Crossing, still working on that island. Um, have a lot of plans. I was actually discussing it with Cheeky today. Um, so a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on with that that you guys may get to see here shortly or soon. Um, and then, of course, uh, we got to get that number one on Realm Royale. We've had consecutive nights of number two, um, and we're getting that number one spot in Realm Royale. You can also find these episodes, these previous, this episode, all the previous episodes on the YouTube channel at the Babe W Score, uh, the, uh, the Babe underscore W L I N. Um, and catch us here live every week, every Wednesday. Hopefully, going to be starting here a little bit on time 9 nine thirty. that's when we jump on um but for all of you guys that came out stopped by a little shorter of an episode tonight um thanks for hanging out with us and uh, ecto j why don't you go go ahead and close us out hey i see you guys standing i don't know why you're standing when i don't know why they're standing why are they standing when I don't know. there's plenty of room to join us on mini-tape. That's right. Clean up those models, make way for some extra pieces, because we got some room for you to build some models over here at this oh, mini-tape. Yeah. <laughs> got clippers, too. Got cl- and fuck. screwdrivers. <laughs> this motherfucker right here. Y'all have yourselves a good night. Peace. Peace out.